0: Join Spiritual Feminist and Empowerment Coach, Joni Advent Maher, for Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. Listen in for intimate conversations about money, transformation, and feminine sovereignty. And now, your
1: host, Joni Advent Maher. Welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, Empowerment Coach and Spiritual Feminist. And today I'm here with my dear friend, best-selling author, talk show host, and life coach, Reba Linker. Welcome, Reba. Thank you, Joni. It is such a thrill to be here. I'm
0: so honored to be on your beautiful show.
1: Mm, Thank you. I'm so glad you're here. Let me tell everyone a little bit more about you. Every obstacle is a doorway. Her books include The Little Book of Manifesting Big and Imagine Self-Love. She has a YouTube show called Paint Yourself into the Picture, which features unscripted coaching sessions and currently has a special series with guest experts on such topics as the Divine Feminine. Which is a fabulous series, and I'll I'll put a little <laughs> put a little uh, post in there that that I did get to speak with Reba in that series, and it was great fun, and beautiful things have been coming out of that. Ah, <sighs> so welcome Reba. Thank you. <laughs> so actually, if you don't mind, I would love to just start with your journey with the feminine i know you have been doing this particular series and um would love to hear just what's been unfolding for you about the feminine
0: okay i i'm not one of these people that uh Gravitated to it as as far as calling myself a goddess or or uh, making <laughs> a little bit of trouble. I love it, but I have a little bit of trouble with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as I've as I've been on my own journey, which has been a journey to be more of my authentic self and to find ways of living that are healthy basically, and true, and nourishing, and nurturing, I've come to realize that a lot of my journey has been very parallel with others' journey that they call, you know, looking into the sacred feminine, or the divine feminine, Mm. and that makes a whole lot of sense when I think about my background. One of the interesting things about my show has been that every single guest has come from Uh, a place of extreme imbalance of masculine feminine energy Mm, wow yeah and and it shows that oh not that they're all the same because everybody it's so unique in their journey but it's such incredible evidence of the societal balance imbalance and the overstress on the masculine energy Mm. And it shows up as illness, it shows up as discomfort, it shows up as unhappiness, it shows up as a lot of disconnection from the self. Mm. And I have to say that I was very much part of that and maybe even to an extreme because in my home where I grew up, um, my father was very dominant, Um, the mother figure was very denigrated. So I, you know, that hurt, that hurt a lot. Mm. And um, I think... I I coped by trying to uh, assume the masculine definition of success. So it's no surprise to me that my journey is very much parallel to Mm. the journey of the divine feminine. And as I come truer to myself, I'm finding that those things are the tenets that I'm coming to discover for myself are the same tenets that are the ones that Uh, I'm discovering through these interviews are part of the um, Divine Feminine, the concept of the Divine Feminine. Mm. Tenets such as, just to give a brief example, such as uh, I've come to the idea of not being so result-oriented in my life and being much more process-oriented, and the idea that your, your effort is your success rather than your results. Mm. Our success and your efforts doesn't count for much unless it's successful. Yes. So it's a whole new paradigm that I'm working with and I find it very much parallel track with the sacred feminine ideas.
1: Mm. So it sounds like your own sacred feminine essence has been evolving or coming forward and it's through your interviews or through connecting with other people who are using this lingo, perhaps, Uh it's helping to give names or give words to what you're organically living for yourself, it sounds like.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Couldn't have said it better myself.
1: It's the lingo. It's,
0: and, and that's, I think that's very, I think it's a good thing for, for your listeners to hear also because it, you don't have to adopt some kind of a script or a lingo. You can, you can take the concepts that are working and just work with those concepts because they're very, very liberating. But for me, I'm finding it is, it is nice to discover it all sort of fits into this big package of connection with the divine feminine. And, and it's very healing for me personally, having come from the background that I described earlier.
1: Right. And I, I actually share a similar background. And as you were talking, I had this vision almost of kind of, of the feminine being elevated to, you know, to a stature of dignity. Um, and I, I know in my own journey that my, my own healing has been a lot about that because I too over identified with. Um, the masculine in a little bit different way than you did, but, but really was into disowning uh, the feminine aspect of myself and seeing that as repugnant or less than. And so that idea of, of elevating the feminine and seeing the place for both, because we, we really do, as, um, you know, as I've said before, as we've said before, we need both to work in harmony
0: We do, because part of my story actually is the idea that the masculine, my dad, would not acknowledge the feminine. Yes. So there was the play of the, I needed the masculine side to validate, Uh, you know, I thought I needed as a youngster, as a youngster, and I didn't get that. Um, You know, I'll tell you a story, just a quick one. I was a child walking with my dad down the street, Mm. young child, like maybe Mm -hmm. seven. And in front of me was this beautiful couple, this woman. She was blonde, and she was wearing almost looked like a baby blanket Mm. with a, uh, uh, you know, the satin, the gentle soft blue with the satin hem. Mm. And she was wearing it as a poncho, and she was very, very pregnant. Mm. There was this aura of great beauty surrounding Mm. her, and I saw that as a child, and I remember saying to my dad, "Isn't she beautiful?" Mm. And him saying to me, "Ah, oh, I don't think she's very good looking." Mm. Mm. <laughs> so wow. Very subtle, you know, no big deal. Right. But just, just like no,
1: I don't see that. Right. <laughs> right, and I'm so struck by that you were seeing. You know, not even just her form, but like her essence. Like you were, you were looking with, you know, you were looking in dimensions beyond even just her form. And all he was seeing was some, you know, kind of flat, two-dimensional idea of what beauty or attractiveness is in a woman. She's a
0: good-looking woman, quote unquote.
1: Right right
0: Mm -hmm. exactly yeah Uh i i saw it very clearly and the sad part of my story is that i absorbed his response yes yes so that was a real loss Mm. and you know it's also you know my treasures to know that that part of me is still alive Mm -hmm. that sees that's hope sees it so That that the dynamics were complicated.
1: Mm -hmm. So I'm going to shift gears just a little bit and and see, is there a way that that over masculine uh, approach to success has influenced your relationship, either with like money or livelihood or, you know, your work in the world? Yes. Can you see how that's played out?
0: Yes. It's 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 really your questions are so spot one for where I'm at, you know, right now. Mm-hmm. Um as you know, Joni and you mentioned earlier that I wrote this book called The Little Book of Manifesting Big. Mm-hmm. So my approach to manifesting is that we're all manifesting mm-hmm. all the time. I'm like the anti manifester manifester <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't believe in pushing it or forcing it. Um, I believe in manifesting. But everything that we see in our lives is a manifestation because our, our thoughts, words, and beliefs and actions create our lives. So we're, we're manifesting our lives. And, and the question is whether we like what we're manifesting or not. So to, to get back to your question, I used to be all about money.
1: Hmm.
0: I used to be all about manifesting, uh, you know, jewels, money, trips, and I was really good at it. In you know, the- <laughs> <laughs> and I have wonderful techniques to share. And there's nothing wrong yes. with going for those things mm-hmm. at all. I, I'm I'm all for it. I'm like I'm like your cheerleader behind you, going, yeah, get it, <laughs> do it, because that's what excited me then. Uh huh. Um, the part, uh, and in fact, the first week I learned about manifesting, and this was like in the early 90s, mm-hmm. I manifested a, a trip, a round trip, uh, first business trip <laughs> to Australia for two that was equal in value to $10,000. Wow. Yeah, so I I know how to do it, and I have techniques that I really want to share with people. But right. What, the part that was that, that I've learned, that I've grown past since then was back then as you could tell from my a little bit from my story is that all those things meant success to me. Mm. So I was really needing these outside confirmations of my success like oh, I'm going to win this money, I'm going to, you know, make a lot of money and and I did it all. Mm. But now I'm kind of on, you know, part two of my manifesting career where I'm not so much concerned with manifesting those things and I don't I don't attach the same exact meaning to them
1: right they're feeding a different need in you yes
0: yes I don't actually go for things Mm -hmm. so much I mean if I want something I take action to create Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And I allow, what I'm really doing nowadays is creating my life. Mm. I'm not creating things. My big creation right now is creating a new life for myself, a happy life for myself. Mm. So, uh, you know, money's important. I totally get it. And I have manifested a very comfortable situation for myself where I can focus on creating a joyful life.
1: Mm.
0: Sort
1: of. So it sounds like there is a certain amount of ease that you have in that area of your life, that you you, you have perhaps your priorities in a different order, but you, you still have the capability as you need to, to manifest what you need, but yes. you've just adjusted your priorities a bit.
0: Yes, in a sense... Uh, Yes and no, because I did manifest enough money to have I I don't I don't need a certain income right? for this period of time. I don't need to have a certain income per month come in Mm -hmm. because I'm in a good space Mm -hmm. economically. Mm -hmm. Thank God. I'm very grateful.
1: Right, you have support in that way, or you have you have provision in I place. I have provision, so yes. I'm not I'm not like where's my next meal going to
0: come from, and yes. that, that requires a different kind of action.
1: But what
0: I'm doing is I'm opening it all up, so mm. I'm not asking for money per se. What I'm asking for is right circulation. Mmm, wow. Yes. Tell so. me what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> so that I'm I'm working toward having a circulation of energy. I'm giving forth wisdom. Mm. Uh, my wisdom to share, my stories, my wisdom, my books, my coaching, and getting a return mm. in terms of an exchange of energy is mm-hmm. how I see it. Mm. And instead of working on you know, the kinds of goals I want to manifest, you know, six figures and this and that. You know, thank God I don't have to stress about that. Mm. So I'm releasing all of that. Mm. And what I'm working on is really clearing the deep, deep, deep core beliefs mm. that are affecting the circulation. Huh, yes.
1: Yes that makes sense it it makes perfect sense and I would love if you can share whether it be an example or a little bit more depth about that It, it would be lovely okay let me breathe that in
0: the core beliefs that that I hold affect every area of my life so I might have a core belief I've told this story um, before about an idea of I have um, to, uh, it's sort of a, a, a concept of I have to do so many things before it becomes my turn. Mm. So these beliefs are like fictions. Mm. These are ideas that that got implanted in me that you know, it's not your turn yet. First, you have to make sure mommy's happy. You have to make sure daddy's happy. You have to make sure sis- everybody has to be happy. And then maybe it'll be your turn. And I kind of worked on that basis, you know, throughout my childhood.
1: Yes, <laughs> I hear you loud and clear. <laughs> and yet, as I understand it now, the idea that,
0: uh, you know, my turn comes after X, Y, and Z, it's a fiction Mm. it's Mm -hmm. just not true Mm -hmm. i believe that like you talked about divine feminine flow i mean there's a flow of abundance there's a flow of good things that are coming to me there's there's other beliefs that are equally or more powerful than that limiting belief Mm. so what i'm working on is releasing the limiting belief now as someone who's lived with the limiting belief, for example, my whole life, I don't exactly know what's going. What is going to, you know? I theoretically believe in this complete abundance, mm-hmm. but have I completely actualized it in my life? No, mm-hmm. well, not completely. Sure. It's, so, so, it's- so the idea for me now is work the work is this deep inner work of releasing the core beliefs that are limiting these fictions mm. let's say it's not your turn and it'll never be your turn maybe it's one of the beliefs and releasing them but and and just being open so what you've caught me today Joni, it's so funny because you've caught me like i'm just in the midst of some really big shifts inner mm. and i'm in the space of not knowing, mm. and it's very interesting because I, ju- I wrote, a, about a year ago, I wrote a guest post on Inspire Me Today called Embracing the Mystery, and it's, called, it's, it's all about being okay with being in that open space, mm. and being okay with the not knowing because I think we have to sometimes sit with the not knowing to allow space, room, time for some new knowing to come in. Mm -hmm. So I'm not here in a position of giving answer and saying, you know, abundance is all around us. And I know that to be true, but I'm not in that space of, of, of offering that from my own deep knowing. The space of my deep knowing today is being open to new answers
1: Mm. and that is such a gift because I do think uh, that can be a challenging place for most of us to just dwell and hang out in that not knowing you know in the open spaciousness of uh, the void or the just the big unknown Yes, it's like it's like the curtain parts for a minute, and then we we close it back up. Like, oh, I can't deal with that.
0: Right. right.
1: And and as I listen to you, I hear, uh, I hear that you're okay. You know, I hear this isn't a crisis. This isn't horrible. That you're you're hanging out in this state, and you're at peace with that.
0: Yes, and I'm getting glimmers of new information and new excitement and it's actually incredibly exciting it's it's what i've been dreaming of hoping for praying Mm -hmm. so it's it's the opposite of horrible it's (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 so divine i mean this is it's that divine receptivity which is such a big
1: part of the divine feminine (laughs) yes Yes, I was reluctant to jump in and name it but but you're right I was I was feeling that as well
0: yeah
1: Um, and I was also struck by initially when you were talking about the manifesting piece that there is a part of you it sounds like that is really good at that receptivity because in order to manifest in the way that you have um, that's a, a significant part of the equation is, you know, yeah. it's that open receptive state. Yes, yes, yes. In, in fact, I remember reading a post that you did that was about manifesting. I think it was about your kitchen. Um, and I remember a statement you said about something like to the effect of, of having faith almost as if, was it something about that your shoes are in their in the closet? Yes, yes,
0: yes, that is one of the, actually right there, the the post was, um, I think the, how I got a new oven, (laughs) (laughs) something like that, and I I truly manifested, it's a really funny story, so go read it on the blog, and leave your comments if you like it, but but the shoes in the closet is, is part of one of the techniques that I use in in, manifest, in helping people manifest their actual specific goals. Mm-hmm. And it's this feeling of ownership and it's this uh, idea of the gentle thought of it. Because when you think of the shoes in your closet, you don't have to really work. At, <laughs> my shoes are in my closet. My, they, they're there. I know they're there. They're really, really there. I trust that they're there. I trust that they're there. You don't have to do all that. You just know that the next time you go to your closet that they're there. Mm-hmm. So it's that kind of really subtle, gentle knowing mm-hmm. that's really such a key to manifesting.
1: Yes. Yes. So I, I am struck by just the magnitude of your sacred feminine <laughs> essence and <laughs> Because to me, that's what I hear. I, you may not have ever conceived of it in that way or, you know, you don't have to be a, quote, goddess to <laughs> to have those skills. But, like, you have skills, woman. You... Oh. <laughs> Thanks. Well, you know, takes one to know one. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm, I'm still working on the shoes in the closet, however. So. <laughs> they're there, trust me, they're there. <laughs> yes, yes. so we do need to start to wrap this up. Um, so I have heard many examples, but if you were to think about a time when you were open and trusting your sacred feminine flow, can, can you think of one you might want to share with us? Sure.
0: Um, I I think the easiest one for me is uh, creative flow. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I... uh you know when I'm sculpting I, I'm just following I'm getting I'm getting images uh, you know when I'd lay down to go to sleep I used to sculpt quite a bit and I don't anymore but when I did I would lie down to go to sleep and and, and see these beautiful you know images ready made of what I wanted to create and, and and in the creation I get lost in that that flow and that that to me is is mm. a, a beautiful state and also like I, I you know when I was in that money driven place that I described before I, I created a dance studio Mm. and it's funny because the money was very masculine drive 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 but the decor of the studio was very being in my feminine flow I really created an inviting space Um, Mm. I created a space that um, welcomed people and and that was like being in my my feminine genius I would call it Mm -hmm. if I presume to use that word
1: I love that (laughs) <laughs> so instead of a goddess you're a feminine genius <laughs> well maybe a genie genie there you go <laughs> that's beautiful okay so so what about um, wisdom you might share with your younger self if if you could sit her down and have a chat with her what would you say Oh
0: my younger self wow boy what would i tell her i would i would definitely say hold on to your truth mm-hmm. and that the truth that you have it's it's perfect it's good it's wise it's 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 true it's valuable mm-hmm. and don't 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 give it up don't believe the hype really hold on you know that would be the message is to hold on because I, I suffered for a long time for 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 letting it go tuck, <clears throat> tucking it away
1: mm.
0: and uh, following this other path that I thought I needed to follow and um, and now I'm coming back to that truth that I knew then. I'm coming back to the exact wisdom <laughs> of that little girl on the street saying, "Isn't she beautiful, that little girl who saw mm and was so in touch with the magic. And, you know, so, so yeah, I would, you know, what happened happened. But if I could, I'd, I'd comfort her and know that, that, you know, she's not alone. It's going to work out. And, and that, that truth is her most valuable possession.
1: Mm. Yes. I I love that idea. Like I have this image of her truth being like this treasure. Yeah. Yeah. But- to be treasured and honored. Yeah, yeah. All right, my dear. So we will bring this to a close. But before we do, I want to um, give you a chance just to let people know where to find you, where to find your wonderful blog and your Facebook group. Sure.
0: Okay, great. Thank you so much, Joni. And thank you so much for having me on the show. It's always So wonderful to talk with you. So Mm -hmm. I hope we get to continue the conversation um, over time. Um, People can reach me through my website, which is my name, RebaLinker.com, and you can find my blog there. You can also find a way to be a guest. There's a TV show um, menu offering. You can... Uh, Click there to become a guest on the show if you like and learn about my coaching and my books and my other offerings. My Facebook group is a lovely space called Leaders in Self Love. And I invite everyone to check it out and join if it feels right for them. And I also, because we spoke so much about manifesting, I wanted to mention that I have a new manifesting course coming up through the Daily OM. And it's going to be released in August. I'm not sure of the date yet, but it's going to be called Own Your Manifesting Power. Mm. And in that course, I'm going to share a lot of uh, the secrets that I learned from my spiritual teacher about manifesting and the other things that I've learned since then. So um, you'll, you'll learn about the shoes in your closet, <laughs> and the gentle thought, and all those great things that are such really terrific um, skills to have when you're manifesting, consciously manifesting things in
1: your life. And will that be posted on your um, website so that people, if they were interested, could find out about it?
0: Yes, for sure. I'll post it in my courses um, menu offering and I'll I'll surely write a blog post about it so um, people can join my community, get the free gift at the website. There'll be... I'll I'll notify them via email as well.
1: Wonderful. So I want to express my my deep gratitude and appreciation, Reba. I I love when we get together and talk because I I really think beautiful things come from it. So I'm so glad you were here today.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Joni. It was an honor and a pleasure.
1: Mm. And I do want to thank you, dear listener, for sharing with us, your time and taking the time to be here today. And I want to remind you until next time to always trust what your heart knows. Thanks for listening to
0: Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow with Joni Advent Maher. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share our podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate and review our podcast at iTunes.